Welcome to the show. I'm Chris Oldcorn. Our top story today is people are staying home, which is a good thing. I went to Pinot's this weekend. There wasn't even a lineup. I walked to the front door. I was greeted by a Pinot's employee who said, we don't have 100 people in our store right now. You can go right in. People are starting to take the warning seriously about a lockdown. Now, I went grocery shopping and I bought everything for the whole week so I wouldn't have to go back out again to the grocery store. I also went to Canadian Tire to purchase something, and in Canadian Tire, there was not many people there either, and there was no lineup when I went to the front, and the parking lot was almost empty. So thank you to the public for taking the, heating, taking the warnings from Algoma Public Health and their suggestions on what to do. We'll have more later in the program about how you can make sure you're minimizing your chances of catching COVID-19. So as far as TV programs go, 60 Minutes, uh, which is a news program, saw the ratings jump uh, immensely uh, over the last two weeks as people are looking for COVID-19 information. As far as people getting an escape from, unfortunately, uh, COVID-19, which happens to seem to be absolutely everywhere across all media, uh, Young Sheldon, based off of the Big Bang Theory show, is the number one comedy on television. The reincarnation of American Idol has seen a tremendous increase in ratings, and same with The Masked Singer. And the crime drama Hawaii Five-0 has also seen a massive increase in their viewership. Netflix is also seeing uh, some issues, and so is Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, uh, in that they have so many people watching uh, that the actual internet is not actually capable of transferring all that data at the same time. Uh, the internet was not uh, built based on thinking that you know 90% of people would be in their homes streaming uh, various television shows and movies. So uh, to deal with the demand, they have knocked it down to standard definition, uh, which is good because then there's still room on the internet for things other than just video being transferred back and forth. And we'll be right back. And welcome back. We now have the updated numbers for Algoma region today. We are now up to 317 tests. We have four positive cases and we have 165 negatives and we're waiting for 148 tests to find out the results. We have no deaths in Algoma region so far. Now, over the weekend there has been various rumors going around about the three new cases. One was announced Friday night and the other was announced yesterday. So I wanna clear up what we know about those three cases and then also, what is Algoma Public Health asking us as the public to do to minimize the spread of COVID-19? So on Friday night, the second confirmed case from Algoma was a woman in her 40s who recently traveled over to the Michigan side and she developed respiratory issues on the night of the 21st. She went to the hospital on the 23rd and she tested positive um, on Friday. Now, that is the first case. Now we have two more cases that were announced yesterday. So here are the other two. An Algoma resident to test positive for COVID-19 is a man in his 60s. Now, it's very important to understand that he is actually not in Algoma. He just happens to be an Algoma resident. He was already in Toronto at a healthcare facility and he developed COVID-19 symptoms there and he's in isolation now at a Toronto area hospital. There is no chance of the COVID-19 virus being spread by him in Algoma because he was not even here. 
It's just the way that Ontario does the stats. They consider where you live to be where you are as a case. And the fourth one was a woman in her 60s who had just drove back from Florida. She had minimal contact with the public because she was in her car and she was by herself. So, and she developed symptoms, went to the hospital, they tested her, and now she's in self-isolation. Uh, none of, uh, she's not in the hospital, she's self-isolating at home. Now, Algoma Public Health has asked us to do three things to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Number one, every single person must practice social distancing. Avoid close contact with those outside of your immediate families and stay two meters apart from other people at all times. So stay six feet or two meters apart. Second, all returning travelers must stay home for 14 days. That's not an option. If you're coming in from another country, even America, you have to self-quarantine for 14 days. That is not, uh, they're not asking nicely for you to do that. They're saying, we have enacted the Quarantine Act. You must stay home for 14 days. If you refuse, you can receive a fine of up to $1 million and up to three years in jail. Also, anyone who is ill, even with mild symptoms, must stay home. Also, what to do so you minimize the spread of COVID-19? Make sure to wash your hands often with soap and water or use hand sanitizer. Don't touch your face, your eyes, your nose. When you cough, cough into your elbow so that you're not coughing onto your hand and then touching things. If you're sick with anything, stay home. So that's our COVID-19 update for Algoma today, and we'll be right back. A nursing home in Bob Cajun has had nine residents die and 34 staff members have COVID-19 symptoms. Unfortunately, that means that half the staff at that nursing home can no longer work. On top of that, residents are getting sick. The head of the nursing home sent a letter to family members of people who are staying at that nursing home. It said, it's possible that you may face the decision to send your loved one to the hospital, especially if they develop pneumonia and have trouble breathing. This would raise the question of going on a ventilator. A frail nursing home patient who is put on a ventilator is quite likely to suffer a great deal and may not survive. I'm asking all of you to think hard about what would be in the best interest of your loved ones. Unfortunately, COVID-19 is creating very hard decisions for people across the province on what to do with their elderly family members. At that nursing home, one of the nurses said the following statement. It's a war zone. I've never seen anything like it in all my years of nursing. Here's my fear. It's going to wipe out the senior population in nursing homes across the country. If Pinecrest, Pinecrest is the nursing home in Bob Cajun, is any indication, this is just going to change things forever. Unfortunately, the elderly are the ones most susceptible to developing COVID-19 in the worst case scenario, the most severe cases. We'll be right back.
healthcare technology maker Abbott has come up with a five-minute COVID-19 test. Finally, some good news. The FDA approved the machine for use to test for COVID-19, and they're out to make a whack load of these machines. They're hoping to have 50,000 of them out within the next week. This is in the U.S., which means they'll be able to test 5 million more people in April than they were before. The test does not even require a lab. The actual machine, which is the size of a small kitchen appliance, actually does the entire test, and it will let you know if you're positive within five minutes, and it takes about 15 minutes to find out if someone is negative. Now, the interesting thing about this machine is that it's actually done in a different way than some of the other tests. It uses what is called molecular testing method which what it does is it takes a sample of both your saliva and your mu mucus uh, to be swabbed from each patient and then uses both of them to actually test and see if you have COVID-19. This is different than the other tests that we are presently using, which are actually blood samples, which look for antibodies in your system. However, we also have been using a mucus test here in Canada as well, However, that test takes at least 24 hours to get the results. This is some encouraging news because we can now possibly test people and they can know the results without having to make a round trip to the lab, which could help them to infect other people. Every positive case of COVID-19 will at least infect 2.2 other people. So if we can reduce the amount of exposure that people who are positive with COVID-19 to the public have, that would be a great start to helping to try and control this epidemic. This machine can be used in both clinics, like a walk-in clinic, and also a doctor's office, and patients can quickly get their results. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Canada now has 6,317 cases of COVID-19 and we have 66 deaths so far. Our numbers are now out for Ontario for today. We have 351 new cases. Now, that's a record for two days in a row. Yesterday, we had 211 cases, which was the record so far. It has popped up to 351 uh, new cases in just one day. The total cases now of COVID-19 in Ontario is 1,706. We have 23 dead. However, earlier today I reported on a nursing home that had nine residents die. Uh, and that and those nine residents is not covered in that 23 number because it actually has not gone up in a couple days. So we should see that number pop up over 30 just from the nursing home residents who died at a Bob Cajun nursing home. Now, 62% of all the cases are in the GTA, which is good news for those of us up here in Algoma because that's a good eight hour drive away. Um, but of all the cases in Ontario, almost 10% require hospitalization. We have now tested 48,461 people here in the province of Ontario. Now, there is some promising developments on both the uh, finding a drug to fight COVID-19 and also a vaccine. Johnson & Johnson has now announced that they're going to begin human trials on a vaccine starting this September. If the vaccine works, they are doing what's called an emergency authorization, which would mean that the vaccine could be available in early 2021 to fight against COVID-19. 
Now, also, we have another drug that's been shown to be somewhat successful in a small scale, and now they're doing a what's called a double-blind study. It's called Resdeer, and they're doing a double-blind study with a pro just under 400 people. And hopefully that drug will be a way that we can fight back against COVID-19. Thank you for watching The Chris Oldcorn Show. I appreciate you taking the time out in your day to watch us. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify. Please follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Chris Oldcorn. And we'll see you here tomorrow. Have a great evening.